0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. I have a little bit more of a timely episode than uh, we're used to doing. This is a bit of a news update for some stuff that has been getting pretty darn crazy in the internet marketing world. So you may have heard of this on the news or you may have seen this in your own results or heard it from other friends, but Facebook is acting pretty wacky right now. And the reason for that is a little thing that happened called the iOS 14 update. So to kind of go back to what happened, you know, Apple releases updates all the time, but why this one is significant is it basically was sort of a declaration of war between Apple and Facebook. They've actually rolled this out to some of their own advertising. I've seen a lot of times, uh, they're positioning stuff as being secure and free from tracking on iPhone devices, Macs, tablets, et cetera. But, um, basically what that boils down to, and it was actually a pretty shrewd move in sort of the tech, uh, oligopoly, so to speak. But, The iOS 14 update pushed a recommendation for all apps that force the user to say, hey, do you want this app to track your activity over other sites, other devices, all that stuff? Naturally, the way that this was phrased didn't really make it too attractive for most people. So the overwhelming majority uh, pretty much, I mean, look, I'm probably one of the only people I think advertisers and uh, people who work in the space are the only people who opted to continue allowing them to track. But basically, most people have opted out to tracking on iOS devices. So why is this a big deal for Facebook targeting? One of the things that Facebook has been really, really good at, and that's why they've become the behemoth that they are in the advertising world is what's known as conversion targeting. So instead of doing pay-per-click like Google's used to, or, you know, the other banner advertising or paper impression or that kind of stuff, they really got a great handle on conversion tracking. So you can basically pay Facebook, say, Hey, look, you know, we're going to pay you to uh, get whatever we want. And for the most part, if you're thinking about something like you know, e-commerce advertising, for example, you could target people who make it all the way to a checkout page. And you could target people who actually check out and hit the thank you page. And you can target people who add stuff to cart and so on and so forth. But this is all dependent on Facebook knowing what actions people are taking. So those are no longer available to e-commerce owners or any other person who's using conversion targeting, um, so to speak. At least when people who are using Apple devices are concerned, right? So we're still able to track on PC, Android, and there's a lot of things that have happened leading up to this that are allowing people to know what conversions are happening on the back end. So instead of having Facebook know that certain users converted and using that as a data source, you're able to see, for example, how many people downloaded your lead magnet or booked an appointment or, you know, you name it, right? But ultimately, if the information isn't getting back to Facebook, Facebook's algorithm can't use that to be more effective. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. And there's a couple downstream effects and uh, I've got some predictions as well of how this is going to all end up playing out. So basically at the high level, we have not zero data, but less data than we've had in a really, really long time as a result of this update. And then just to kind of put together a timeline, the official updates started getting rolled out basically at the beginning of April. And Things took a pretty serious turn in the month of June. I know I personally on my iPhone ended up getting the notification two or three weeks ago. I'm recording this on June 24th. But basically, it's uh, it's been actually a pretty recent turnaround as far as these things um, changing. So anyway, two major effects. One is kind of a process one. The other one's sort of a ecosystem. So, effect number 1 is less data. Now, it's really important that I say less data and not zero data because like I mentioned earlier, it's just the iOS devices that are getting um hit, but you know, basically there's there's uh, fewer people are getting it. So, how this really plays out is it kind of affects the threshold at which we can effectively run an ad campaign, right? So if we wanted to rewind things six months ago or a year ago, um, when Facebook was tracking all of this information, it was able to ramp ad sets up really, really effectively. And we can get conversions going on pretty quickly. And the reason why is that every conversion is fed back into Facebook and they're saying, okay, cool. What do these people have in common? Did they have a certain level of college education? Are they accessing their phone from a certain place? Do they shop at the following stores? Did they, you know, Go on travelocity.com and try to search for plane flights. Are they logging in from different places? All that kind of stuff, right? And then ultimately, the more data they have, the faster that they can get a complete picture that actually means something and is statistically significant to the point where the next time they're going out into the ad auction, they're showing the ads to people that they know are going to convert. Overall, what you would see running an effective Facebook campaign is you start off with a cost per lead. It ends up decreasing over time because they're getting a better picture of what it is. And the more you spend, the faster that'll happen overall. So basically, if just for easy numbers, half of the conversions are gone at this point, what we're going to really look at is a slower ramp up to having effective ads. And unfortunately, we need to spend more money to get that ramp up slower or to get it to a part point where it makes sense at all one of the things that we've kept a lot of paid a lot of attention to at case fuel is basically what is the minimum threshold that we can have enough data for a campaign to really run. So for a really, really long time, and I don't know if this has come up too much in the podcast, we were having people run conversion campaigns at $20 per day. Industry leading, it was because we had fantastic conversion rate optimization. But at the end of the day, the reason why we didn't set that number of $15 or $10 per day is because at those thresholds, we wouldn't be getting enough conversions for the campaigns to start delivering on any timeline that was acceptable for our clients. So the unfortunate reality is if we're assuming that there is a 50% drop in the number of data points that we're getting due to this update, then basically we have to spend twice as more, just easy math. It's, you know, the numbers are a little bit more complicated than that, but at the end of the day, we have to spend more budget. Smaller budgets will not take, basically not take because they don't really have the data that's being fed into the algorithm. It's more or less, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall. And um, I mean, below a certain threshold at this point it's honestly wasted budget Um, to kind of think about how this is affecting the ecosystem i think a lot of small businesses this is just the unfortunate truth that don't have tremendous amounts of budget are going to be in a bad place and i'll kind of talk about the implications of this with facebook as a whole a little bit later but at the end of the day if you have the ability to control your budget the recommendation that we're making for ourselves uh, for our clients is basically either consolidate the budget that you have to larger ad sets or campaigns and you know, if you're below the point, it's not really realistic, there's you know, a lot of the stuff that you have is probably not going to be working, which is really unfortunate because it is going to force some smaller advertisers out of the platform, at least you know, for the time being while things are crazy. So next thing, how does this dynamic, which is happening on an individual level, play out when we're thinking about the ecosystem as a whole? So big picture, if people have to spend more money to get the results that they've been used to and getting more data, a lot of people are increasing their budgets. And at the end of the day, the, the metrics that we keep track of here and you know most uh, savvy media buyers will is a metric known as CPM. The CPM is the cost per thousand, which is how Facebook does its billing for the most part. It's on impressions that are being showed the audience. As we've kind of gone over on previous podcasts, Facebook has more or less filled its inventory. They have a lot of advertisers. So the more people that are trying to spend money, the supply is fixed, the demand is up. So basically the CPM is kind of a temperature gauge for how much demand there is in the market. And since those times we're talking about early March, we've seen CPMs double. The CPMs that we're looking at right now and have more or less been looking at since, you know, April, May, June are on par with what we are typically seeing around Black Friday, you know, Cyber Monday, Christmas holiday season, that kind of stuff too, which is also kind of a bad situation. So not only do we have the situation where below a certain threshold you're not going to get any responses even if you have enough budget, it's going to cost you about twice as much most likely to get the budgets that you need. So it's kind of a pain in the butt. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It's, it, it really stinks. And uh, for the most part, it's it's kind of something that we can't really say when it's going to play out. A lot of this is kind of like panic selling. If you want to look at something like stock markets or something like that, but you know, in this case, it's kind of panic buying. A lot of the other things too that are kind of factor into this, you can usually see, and again, it's really hard. And this has been a very weird quarter to be looking at these numbers because Sometimes we're like, you know, okay, we got hit with this in April. Are we having people that are coming fast out of the gate because it's the new quarter? Or, you know, is this thing, are things really ramping up for Mother's Day or you never know. And then again, it's really tough to suss out these factors. Another one that you'll typically see is a lot of increased CPMs towards the end of a quarter. That's when the larger companies will tend to dump a lot of their budget. But again, for the time being, it really has not gone down to the levels that we're typically seeing with this time of the year, for sure. So anyways, the, on top of that, you know, it's basically we have this situation. So we cannot get results below a certain threshold and then even if you are getting results you have to pay twice as much to get them for the time being the way that i've kind of done this is that once you're above a certain threshold though it really isn't that much of an efficiency difference so you know it's not like we're, we're getting a change in the miles per gallon of the uh, vehicle that we've been driving it's just the price of gas doubled right so basically what used to get you a tank is going to get you half a tank now you can still get to where you want to go but Uh, It's just going to cost you twice as much to get there for now. All right. So as far as what I think is going to happen in the long term of things, I kind of mentioned earlier that I think that this is going to be bad for small businesses. So, um, you know, it's going to price people out there were times. And again, if you want to go farther back in time, there's times when people could be running $5 a day ad sets and be profitable at it. That's great. You can run that money if you own a hot dog stand. But if you get to the point where people are going to have to spend fifty, hundred dollars plus per ad set, that's gonna to be tough for small businesses at the end of the day. Now, there's kind of a two views that I want to share on this podcast. And one is kind of how I think things are gonna play out. And there's sort of a cynical take on this that I'll, I'll also throw in there just to give you guys the full picture. But at the end of the day, Facebook has been investing in the smartest data scientists that they could possibly buy from Stanford and MIT and all this stuff for probably the last five or 10 years. So there's pretty much the best PhDs in the business are going to be working on solving this problem in a way that doesn't completely tank their ads ecosystem. The only way in which this doesn't end up turning around is would literally be the death of Facebook as a company, which I just don't anticipate is going to happen. They have too many resources. They're too well-funded, right? In the flip side, basically, there is kind of the cynical take. So when we think about the CPM and the competition and that kind of stuff, at the end of the day, Facebook's actually making more money because they're able to sell the same inventory for twice as much. They used to have to wait until Christmas for these numbers, right? But that's not something that's really sustainable. So despite a lot of the people on the platform getting absolutely hosed, they're making the same or more money for the most part. And the thing is that In the short term, that's something that's going to probably work and push their numbers up, which is good. I don't really know if there's going to be any sort of a cyclicality in terms of when they have to report earnings numbers or something like that. But the numbers are looking really, really good for Facebook. So I don't necessarily think they have the incentive to solve this extremely quickly. It's actually a pretty good situation for Facebook. But in the long run, they're going to completely lose their ecosystem if this ends up being unprofitable for everyone over time. And again, this isn't stuff that's going to be showing up overnight, but you're probably going to see people moving over to stuff like, you know, display advertising and and YouTube and that kind of stuff too. I mean, we're already moving some of our campaigns over to YouTube, but, you know, at the end of the day, they don't have a monopoly on the digital marketing space. Some of their competitors have been waiting for something like this to come up for a really, really long time. So, you know, again, I'm not, uh, you know, counsel to Mark Zuckerberg or anything like that, but, you know, I expect them to act in their own self-interest which is less predictable in the short term, but in the long term, they absolutely need to get this figured out. And I'm pretty confident they will. So for anyone out there that is active on Facebook, if you didn't know this right now, you guys are in a storm. It kind of up to what you guys want to do at the end of the day, in terms of what we're recommending for clients, you know, a lot of times the budget increases, especially if it was low to start with, isn't really that much of a big thing. Facebook is not dead. Facebook is not in a tailspin. They're going to get out of this for the most part, but you just need to be aware of not necessarily counting on that timeline to be something that's going to change overnight. So that's pretty much it guys. If you have any questions, feel free to comment on this podcast or uh, go to our website, casefield.com and drop me a line. Be happy to talk to anyone about this if they have any questions, but until next time, hoping for better CPMs and I'll see the rest of you guys on the law firm growth podcast next Tuesday at 8am Eastern time. Thank you for listening to the Law Firm Growth Podcast. For show notes, free resources, and more, head on over to casefuel.com podcast. Looking forward to catching up on the next episode.